This is the last Mishnah I was talking about having a divider between two zones and whether you can make one error or have to make two. So the Mishnah is really a continuation of the previous cases. You have a Mechitza that's dividing between A and B, but the Mechitza in this Mishnah is made out of straw, animal fodder. So the Mishnah says, Matben, if you have a big pile of straw that spans Shebein Shtei spans and divides between the two courtyards and it's gavoa sartfachim, it's ten tfachim high. So now you've got good old fashioned machitza. And that being the case, it certainly divides A from B, and you'll have to make two separate Arabin, one in A and one in B. And that's what it says here, Ma'arvin Shnayim, they must make two Arabin, the Ain Ma'arvin Echad, they cannot make a single Arab. Okay, that's kind of old news. Um it may come to a Chiddush, be considered a Chiddush, in it, it doesn't, it isn't, but you might think it might be Mechudash, in as much as we said, when it came to the Charitz, the trench in the ground, if you filled it with straw, that's not going to work. And the reason it's not going to work is because we're presuming that the person who fills it with straw is putting that temporarily there, and we'll remove it later, and therefore it doesn't ruin the status of the Charitz. Certainly if the guy says, I'm, I'm a Vatel, I, I abandon my straw, let it stay there forever, as far as I'm concerned, it indeed would change the status of the trench to being now no longer there. But when it comes to above-ground partitions, so then it's good old stupid is as stupid does. If it separates, meeting the basic criteria of being 10 tefachim high, um, and the width is not relevant, so then it doesn't matter what it's doing the separating, it's an effective partition, and they'll have it'll divide A from B, end of. And that's what's happening over here. The question is, May the residents in A and B, who have set up their Eruvin separately, that's fine, may they let their animals graze on that mechitza, which is made out of animal fodder. And the concern might be that the animals could eat enough of the stack, of the haystack over Shabbos, that now you've breached the wall, there's no longer mechitza, and now these people are carrying in a chatzer that's really physically connected to the other chatzer. So, is that a problem? And the Mishnah says, Elu machilin mikan, it's not a problem. The residents in A can allow their animals to eat from the A side of the haystack. The Elu and the residents of B, machilin mikan, can let their animals eat from the B side of the haystack. That's no problem. Um, now, just a few points. First of all, I'm struggling with the translation of the word matben. I said haystack at this point. The truth is, a haystack is a gadish. The word matben is not a common word at all. Um, it's from the word teven, which means straw. Uh, and the reason why I suspect why it's different than a usual fashion gadish is because a gadish, like a haystack, is kind of like, think of like a conical stack of hay, you know? Um, whereas this is acting from end to end like a big wall of hay, like a, and that's acting as a, as a mechitza. Be it as it may, our mission is saying the residents of A and B, respectively, may allow their animals to feed on the wall itself, which is made out of animal fodder. And the reason why is because we're not really afraid that the animals will be able to break down the mechitza sufficiently to, to ruin it. Why would that be the case? Because remember, you've got a mechitza that's 10 tefachim high. For it to be ruined, you'd, they would have to lower the mechitza to below 10 tefachim, meaning eat that much straw, at a width of at least 10 amos. You have to lower it by 10 amos across so that it would no longer be considered simply like a, a window or a, or a Pesach, and it would be considered to be a, a proper full-blown 
a pirza, a breach that would annul the status of the mechitza. So we're not afraid of that, and therefore we let the animals graze, no problem. And the Gemara says we do not let a person do it by hand, meaning you can't take food from the mechitza itself and feed it to your animals, because people could indeed take enough to break down the wall. But animals left their own devices to eat from the wall are allowed, because it's not like the animals eat that much food on a single Shabbos. Okay, now, what happens if they did? It's actually Machlokas and Rishonim, but most Rishonim learn that even Bidi Evid, if they did eat enough of the wall to ruin its status as a Machitza, um, so most poskim rule, like the Rishonim will say, that the principle is when it comes to Shabbos, Kevan She Hutra Hutra, once it's become permitted, it's, it's permitted, and so for the rest of Shabbos, they could still carry there anyways. Okay, um, the Mishnah actually addressed the point now directly and says, Nismata Tevin, if, let's say, before Shabbos had started, you realized that the wall made of straw had been reduced, Masar Tfachim, and no longer is ten Tfachim tall, so then Ma'arvin Echad Ve'en Ma'arvin Shnaim, since the wall no longer exists, it's not an effective partition, and therefore it doesn't divide A from B, and therefore you're required to make a single Erev, or none at all, but Ve'en Ma'arvin Shnaim, you cannot make two separate Erevin, because there isn't a legitimate Mechitza that divides A from B.